What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Trainers Takes. I'm here with Max Way and Stephen Passes. And guys, what are your thoughts on Turkey? The radical left is currently uh, assaulting Turkey. It's been sort of decredit- uh, discrediting Turkey for a long time, saying it's dry, saying it's tasteless. And honestly, like that's just more of a testament to you. If you replace Turkey with just ham at your Thanksgiving dinner, it's just dinner. It's not Thanksgiving dinner. Eat Turkey, whether you like it or not. That's just part of the national tradition. Steven, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, I kind of like ham. I'm not going to lie. I like They're not ham. mutually exclusive, The thing though. is, if you're from the South, you better be deep frying that damn turkey, okay? You know, yeah. Oven-baked turkey, it is a little dry, you know? I almost burnt down my house deep frying turkey last yeah, year. Yeah, that's actually, like, I think there's a statistic in South Carolina that, like, that most houses burn from deep yeah. frying their turkey. I mean, it's worth it, though. Because it's an I love turkey. fire, right? Yeah. You can't put it out with water. I love turkey. That is pretty terrifying. Well, that's it for this episode of Trainers Takes. Tune in next time to see what these guys think of the radical left's attack on Christmas. Keep Christ in Christmas. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to the Squawk. I don't know why we decided that was our intro bit, but... Uh, Thanksgiving, sir. I feel like people aren't going to listen long enough to realize that that was a bit. Oh, well. No, they will. They listen to all, like, one 90 po- minutes. Yeah, yeah right. if they listen to this podcast with any regularity, they'll the know we're meaning. people have to listen to this, so they'll it, like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna make that the sound clip though for Instagram. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then we're well, really no, we, fucked. we love our production assistants or yeah. company. Oh, one G- GMG. We have a huge team behind the scenes. No, honestly though, shout out to our new production assistant. We mentioned them at the end of the last episode, um, during our social media, uh, Vivian. Such a huge help in getting us to be able to do this show and promote it to you guys. So yeah, we, Shout were, out. we were on Instagram. I didn't realize we had clips on Instagram. Right, exactly. Thanks to yeah. Um. So, guys, what are we actually here to talk about today? Uh, how great Black Panther Wakanda Forever is. The I best, the best should, Marvel uh, movie of 2022. I don't do mock trial, but I've seen the one episode of I Community did. where they do mock trial. So I think, you know, as someone who, who considers himself in the middle of whether they like or dislike this movie, on one hand, we have Max. Oh, I'm doing the opening in statement. In defense of the movie. Okay. Noah... <clears throat> Hated the movie. Okay, hated, hated is strong. Is not a is not a positive review. It's not positive, but it doesn't mean I like I, I despise the thing. Okay, what like name another movie you gave to an half star? Um, oh god, you're gonna make me do like this. Encanto huh? or something. I think Encanto I g- was. I think I was better than. I gave it three and a half stars as well. I think I gave Encanto. I gave him t- I, Turning Red was worse than, than Encanto. Oh, I did give Encanto two and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember. Um, I also okay. Here, here's a good example. I I also gave Don't Worry Darling you don't, you don't two like and a half uh, stars. Bruno? Okay, this movie was better than Don't Worry Darling. Don't you dare say oh, that. Oh, I, I uh, also. It was like same level. No, no. Don't Worry no, Darling was so much more far. stupid. That's I, too far. I don't know how we always loop around to talking about that movie. <laughs> don't don't Worry Darling and Booksmart are gonna be like Noah's gonna be dying. And he's going to, like, reach to his, like, daughter or son's hand and be like, don't let them talk about Don't Worry Darling at my funeral. <laughs> Why would they talk about that film at my funeral? It's you're going to make it such a like big... bad things, and then Don't Worry Darling will somehow... Isn't there some philosophical word, like, phrase from, like, Lao Tzu or something about fear that's, like, when you talk about it all the time, it'll it'll come... Probably. Like, it'll manifest in your life? That's Noah and Don't Worry Darling <laughs> and Book Smart. The, the more he talks about it, the more it comes back to him... In the form of... It is bad karma. Yeah. 
They're gonna be book smart is going to kill you. Someone's gonna be like your kid's gonna be like, Hey dad, have you ever seen this movie? And you're gonna go to like slap the phone out of their head <laughs> and the bus is gonna come hit you or something. The only way I'll get mad at my kid for watching Book Smart, uh, this non existent kid that we're talking about, is if they say that like Book Smart is like the new super bad or whatever. If they say that, that no, sentence is what kills that. me. They're gonna say that. Think about all the Star Wars dads out there that were like, my son never says anything good about the prequels. Wait, is Booksmart funny? I haven't seen it. No, oh, that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> There's no be, way. Superbad is definitely going to stand the test of time. Yeah, Super sure. Superbad is one of the funniest that's fucking timeless. movies of all time. Um, okay. Speaking of timeless, awesome movies. Wakanda okay. forever. In defense. You know what? Let's opening statement from Max. Let's, let's, let's start out. I'll start out by talking about the positives, okay. too. Okay. okay. No, no, yeah. Let's hear your positives, both of you guys. Okay, my positives. Um, some really great performances in this movie. I think 100%. Angela Bassett, Lupita Nyong'o, and the guy who plays Namor, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Let me look it up, just so I'm not. Uh, Tanakh Huerta. Uh, oh, killer, yeah. Yeah, he, he killed it. Um, Lupita awesome, Nyong'o awesome. killed it, uh, and Angela Bassett killed it. And the rest of the cast was pretty good, too. Um, so... Shout out to the cast of Wakanda Forever. They did a good job. Um, other things I liked. The first 15 minutes are pretty great. You know, uh, the whole tribute section to Chadwick Boseman, both at the beginning for the first 15 minutes, that whole big funeral was awesomely staged. Um, and the ending, the mid credit scene, where they talk about that uh, sucked. Mo- no. moving on from I him. I thought that was so stupid. Okay. I guess we don't want to enter spoiler territory, <laughs> but no. Uh, no yeah, we, can, spo- we yeah. can spoil. We can spoil. Spoilers from here. This movie made like $200 million this weekend. Like, okay, most people I, who care uh, have seen it. Well, uh, I, why do you like the mid credit scene? I thought it was stupid. I'm like, why do I care? I kind of thought it was a little They did the same too. thing with uh, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Like, I don't care about that kid. It's, it, all these movies are just products for the next film. A little sick. What is it? Is it the Thunderbolts? Is that what it's the TV show it's setting up? Uh, I don't think so. What is it? They're setting up some kind it's of. It's called like the Young Avengers, team. I thought, or something like that. Okay. Well, Stormheart's joining some, the the Power Ranger. Sounds like you know a lot about. Them. Yeah, I I, I don't know well, about. I listened to a couple podcasts. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so none of Max's takes are original. You heard it here first. Um, They're well informed. Yeah. Well. Okay. I don't know about any of the future setup or whatever, because I, as you all know, I don't really care about that. But um, yeah, I don't. I'm more like a Lynch guy. I don't really care about uh, this movie. Wasn't very Lynchian. <laughs> I say that as as myself. Yeah, so honestly, this movie was not Lynchian, and if it was a little more Lynchian, it <laughs> could have been better. On a scale of one to five Lynch stars, it's really a zero. It's yeah, it's like a half at best. There's no like weird gore. Or, <laughs> yeah, you know, no. Black um, and other things I liked. I thought that the underwater uh, city looked really cool. Yeah. Um, and no, then it's a, it's a really good looking movie. I love the underwater stuff. I saw some people criticizing it, but I mean, I thought I loved the underwater <laughs> settings more than Wakanda looked awful. The uh, underwater stuff looked really cool. Yeah, the underwater stuff looked really cool. And then my last like big positive I'd say is the action scenes where they get to do like actual physical real stuff look good the car chase um the car chase is really yeah, good that's a, 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 an undoubtable highlight like immediate best part of the movie is that yeah it's that's unfortunate it's like an hour into the movie yeah you got, and it's about 30 <laughs> seconds hour 40. long too right but that is the best action scene in the movie and then mm-hmm. the other big positive i would say uh action wise is i wouldn't exactly say that this is practical effects but the scene in the throne room when the water comes crashing oh, in that was, that was yeah. looks looks awesome. Um, yeah. 
So there you go. There are my positives. Uh, if you got to sum up my review, I would say... Uh, On a scale of one to five <laughs> James Cameron way of waters, it's really, uh, you know, one. It's, <laughs> it could have used more water. Yeah, it uh, has quite a lot of uh, blue people. That's true. Yeah, but they're only blue half the time. If you want to yeah. see a big budget action movie um, starring uh, black women that is very empowering, go watch The Woman King because that movie is awesome. That movie's good. That movie's really good. And uh, what kind of... Wakanda Forever is just kind of whatever. So, yeah. My review is go see The Woman King either instead. Way, either way, this is a good movie, though. It's not a, it's not a one star. I didn't say it's a one star. It's I said it's a two and a half star. Tonto for all of the normies out there <laughs> who are trying to judge Noah's take. Yeah. yeah I, I legitimately probably think it's the best Marvel movie of the year. I mean, there's only, what, Doctor Strange and Thor, right? Yeah, so I guess that's not a super high bar, although I liked Doctor Strange, too, I like because... Doctor Strange because of the, the raminess of it, but if you... I don't know. I just... I, I, I think it's better than Thor, for sure. It's definitely yeah. better than Thor Love and Thunder, by a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't exactly say it's, like, a slam dunk better my, my than My biggest Thor. gripe with Doctor Strange is that I didn't watch WandaVision. I was like, why do I have to have all this exposition? Like, this movie's pretty... Uh, for how long it is, it's pretty um, sort of you know self-contained. It's not, even though I kind of forgot everything that happened in the first movie, I feel like I was pretty updated with everything. So, yeah, I kind of felt like a part of me, as much as I feel like it did do justice, and paid tribute to Chadwick Boseman, like, am I wrong for thinking it's a little twisted that it's like, this really talented like performer and artist like, passes away in this sort of tragic way, and it's like, they just make this big budget memorial movie to him. In which, like, it does do justice to him, but then again, it's like contributing on his legacy of another big budget movie, you know. Like, it's like that whole purple intro, like Marvel credits, just culminates in like big Marvel studio flashing across the screen. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, I wonder how his family feels. You well, know, I like, mean, I'm sure they they got okay. Yeah, I'm family. sure. I, I would hope so. I feel like if the family's all right with it, I thought they handled it pretty well. I mean. I guess if I died, I I uh, I don't know how I would feel about the prologue of a movie, a blockbuster movie being my death, like told over again. But I mean, mm. I don't know. I think uh, Bozeman he obviously loved the Black Panther role, and uh, I think he'd like to see it continued and uh, you know see that representation and empowerment that the first movie so so much embodied continue. So I don't yeah. think he'd want the character to die, uh, to or the I guess the legacy of the character to die because I mean I guess it, he did die, but Black Panther you know. Is yeah. resurrected. I don't want the legacy of the character to die, especially in that sense. But I feel like, I don't know, it's like, by legacy do we mean 16 high-budget, high you know, money makers for Disney? I don't know. I mean, he, it's not like he, he was uh, super against being in the first movie. Yeah, so but he, that he, was also just a very different, like, that movie's also one of the best, like, individual movies to come out of. Like well, so that, my, my take there is that I didn't really think the first movie, um, aside from, uh, you know, the, um, all of the empowerment and sort of really sort of doing something new with um, people of color and things like that, uh, just on the merits of, like, it being a Marvel movie, I didn't really think it was all that special and what it did, um, you know, like, narratively and things like that. Uh, and I really think about the same with this movie, that it's just kind of another another Marvel movie out there, so... I, when I go into Marvel movie, I feel like I'm just so, my expectations are just so out of whack compared to seeing a, a sort of a non-franchise movie that I just, unless it's like unfathomably bad, uh, unfathomably, okay, it's really bad. <laughs> um, 
then, English, please, English. It, unless it's really bad, then I'm just going to give it, like, three and a half stars. Like, that was a fun time. I ate my popcorn. You, I, like, saw the good guys win. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like even on the level of franchise entertainment, like, franchise movies can still kind of make you feel that narrative momentum or you get really thrilled by the action. I just didn't feel any of that with this movie. Like, it never... I never was interested in what was going to happen in the next scene. You know? I never even entered my brain. And everything just kind of felt, like, sort of out of tone with each other. Like, for example, I I think in retrospect, after seeing Wakanda Forever, I bumped up my score in the original Black Panther because I think... I saw it at the time, I really liked it, and then I think over time I kind of was like, eh, was that actually that good, or is it just another Marvel movie? And I lowered it. But I do think that movie just has, like, a score and a tone and a feel that is very cohesive, whereas yeah. this movie felt kind of all over the place, like, in very emotional or, like, one-on-one dialogue scenes. There's, like, weird, like, a tempo music playing in the background that doesn't I, I really I do think fit. it was all over the place. They had, like, ten different set pieces they kept on switching to every, like, five it was like, minutes. Yeah, it was, like, every 45 minutes it was a new movie. <clears throat> And I, I just didn't really feel thrilled by any of the action besides the, the car chase. Like, you want to talk about, you know, recent the, franchise. Cool, no, the, the, the opening with the sirens, that was pretty cool. On the on the U.S., like, oh, and the show, they show, like, the phantom jellyfish. Yeah, that, 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 was, that, that, was, that was a pretty thrilling movie. Yeah, that was, like, almost a horror movie. But just, just think about, like, what franchise action movies kind of have been recently. There's even a about lot. ambulance here. No, well, okay. Well, I want <laughs> Ambulance is not franchise, but that is a good example of being thrilled by a good action movie. But I'm thinking, like, think about James Bond or Mission Impossible. Like, those are No not... Time to Die was, I thought it was, I don't know. I think, I don't think this is that much worse than the Bond franchise Dude, watch, watch that movie and tell me that those action scenes don't feel, like, a thousand times more visceral than anything <clears> No, no, I, so I, I agree Marvel. with you that the action scenes were, were more visceral. Just when I go into a franchise movie, I know the good guys aren't going to die. So, like, I don't know. I feel like the stakes just aren't really... James Bond, No Time to Die. Well, he actually does about. die. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> not like... Years. Sure, I mean, it's in the title, and everyone knew that Daniel Craig, uh, that was his last movie. I actually didn't but... think he was going to die. Like, I was like, you know, they're going to pull stupid. some James Bond you, you shit, thought they're... you know what I mean? I mean, he was the first James Bond no. to die on screen, so but it's you not said, a, you said James Bond shit right there. It's like the it's like the stormtroopers. How their aim is so bad. It's like you know the good guys are invulnerable. Like yeah, but, but that, that does that, that. Then this movie, then No Time to Die, threw it all on its head. But my my whole point is that that doesn't really matter because the filmmaking sells it. You know, it makes you believe in the action going on on screen. This is a larger problem, not just Wakanda Forever, but all di- kind of Disney franchise entertainment besides Andor. They just they besides don't besides Andor. They just they don't they don't sell it. They just don't sell it. It just looks weird. It feels off. Something about the movie is just like tonally a little bit out of sync, and it just never comes together in a cohesive way. Um, like he- here's like a very technical thing. Why is every single exterior like shot in this movie like? extreme very like shallow depth of field and everything in the background looks completely fuzzy but not in like that cinematic movie way in a way where it just feels like they just didn't want to complete the effects you know and actually i don't blame the visual effects people for this because they are overworked and crunched but this is a marvel problem where they are just they brightly light all their sets so that everything looks lit exactly the same and then they just color it in and post and when they don't finish it they're like oh shallow depth of field that, that's and why that's, that's why i loved the the water scenes i thought it was such a different it was like an alien kind of wonderment like this is really cool this is different this is you know why i want to see you know new movies yeah they have that for like 
10 minutes. Yeah, and then... I, I, I agree with you with Wakanda. I thought Wakanda looked so bad. I think uh, whenever they were outside walking around Wakanda and you saw, like, the skyscrapers in the background, I'm like, they, they, I know they're walking around on, like, a soundstage in Atlanta right now. <laughs> like, I, I, I did, like, I just, it, it was just not, it was like a, like a, a roller coaster, like, intro movie you watch while you're, like, going in the line or something. It was just so not good. Yeah, I just, that, that's my, that's my biggest problem with this movie and with these movies in general. Thor Love and Thunder felt the exact same way. Um, Doctor Strange 2, to a little bit of a lesser extent, I think that movie looked better, like I said, because, you know, you really feel Raimi making those decisions. But I think just in general, Marvel, like, I watched Iron Man 3 this weekend after Wakanda Forever, because that's one that a lot of people hated at the time. And I've always defended it, because I think it's interesting, and it's, you know, a Shane Black movie in disguise as a Marvel movie, um, and it's dealing with, you know, trauma and things like that which I know that's a buzzword now but it, it, it is doing it in an interesting way and like that movie starts with like a weird party with on blue playing in the background over the credits and then there's like weird humor and it has a very distinct tone that is consistent throughout the whole movie and it feels like a filmmaker had a singular vision and they executed it now all Marvel movies even back then didn't have that I wouldn't even say that you know the first Captain America is kind of whatever Joe Johnson directed it it's fine uh the first Thor is like kind of messy but it does kind of feel cohesive in a way the first few Avengers even though like the first Avengers movie feels cohesive even if you don't like Joss Whedon the second one Feige like kind of it seems like took over and it doesn't feel cohesive I don't know these movies just used to make choices even with like Endgame it um makes a lot of interesting choices where they spend the first hour just, you know, in this grief, this great, like, tragedy that has befallen them, they've lost half of their friends, you know? And that is really interesting. And Wakanda Forever had the opportunity to do that because of the real-life tragedy that occurred, and it just never really does anything interesting or makes you really think at all. It's never introspective. They, they could have had this whole thing of these, you know... It's an interesting theme. You can just pick one theme and run with it, um, they rehashed sort of the the Malcolm X versus MLK uh, sort of dynamic of Killmonger versus uh, T'Challa from the first movie, but I mean... Right, but they're just doing it again yeah. is the problem, just with a less interesting character. Yeah. I, liked, I liked Namor in this movie. I thought he was very good, but like he wasn't as good as Killmonger, and Latita Wright is I, not as good as Chadwick that. Boseman. I, I thought... I thought the I feel like the best thing about the antagonist from this movie was uh, you know performance was great but I I've already said I loved the world but I just thought they did a really cool job and from my understanding uh, I guess he's an Atlantean in the comics and they sort of changed it from Atlantis to uh, being this uh, you know Yucatan Peninsula um, is it Mayan is that the like ancestry um, I think that was really cool and just making it sort of a, feel like this a whole different world that um, to to you know. Suspension of disbelief when you see a Marvel movie. I thought it was thought it was believable. And those elements in a vacuum are interesting, but it just doesn't. They don't work together as a movie. That's like what I'm saying, and it's such a hard thing to quantify, because this is kind of the problem I had with Don't Worry, Darling, where it's a really frustrating movie for me because it feels off, but I can't exactly put my finger on why. And I think it is just inconsistency is the problem. Yeah, I I agree with that. I kept saying afterwards that it's like they kept. They would build, just like you're saying, it, it, it's an inconsistency and it's a tonal problem. Like, they would start the movie off in these, like, really artful close-up shots, you know, the face, a lot of emotion, slow, 
sort of introspective. And then it's like, you know, 20, 30 minutes later, or like 10 minutes later, then it's an action sequence with like, you know, cheesy sort of Marvel, like, what? Calms are down. What's happening? You know? And then, and then, and then, <laughs> oh, 20 he's minutes right later, behind me, isn't he? It's like sort of a, a youthful. Howard Hamlin ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then it's we like always a youthful, talk about Breaking like, Bad. you know, modern score that's really good with like a cool car chase that just kind of goes back to then maybe like, it's a you know coming of age story, and then it's a you know. I, I, I thought place. definitely the worst parts of the movie was um, the the is it Ironheart is that her name the Power Ranger girl? Yeah, that I, was I, dumb. I thought that was pretty bad. I thought it was obvious she was shoehorned in because they want to set her up for some Disney Plus show. And then I thought the um, the U.S. government stuff with I forget his name, but the Bilbo Baggins guy, Martin Freeman. Yeah, yeah Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> I think um, the first thing Max said to me when we came out of the movie was, "Why was Bilbo Baggins in this?" No, all of them. No, but I understand he's in all of them. But like, why? Literally, like they they. I I understand that he's a plot device and that they have to have some tension. It's like the U.S. government might like invade Wakanda, but honestly, I don't think that needed to be in the movie because it's obvious he wasn't in the movie for any other purpose than that. Because at the end of this movie, they just he have was, like a he was in it so they could build up Julia Louise Dreyfus's character as the the next like yeah. big like oh, espionage. Like Sam bad, yeah. Oh, she's a bad she's a bad person. I, maybe not, but she's, I assume I don't know. she's no, gonna be she a little is, bad. Remember in the um. Falcon, how she like did not watch recruited that. Yeah, that I did not watch that. They're they're pulling her to be okay. What I envision, <laughs> what I from when I used to be. All right, Feige, let's these, hear it. You've got the yeah, hat on. So yeah, I, I just put on my little black cap, my baseball <laughs> cap. There's gonna be somewhere down the road. There's gonna be more solo films of characters like Ironheart, characters like Ant Man's daughter. Characters like Wait, Ant Man has a daughter too. You didn't see the trailer for that Ant Man movie? I did. Yeah, it's I like, didn't. I didn't realize they're, they're a daughter. setting up all his daughters in, new in the first, first two movies. But I, I because watched, of oh, fi- I didn't. I guess I remember. Her so from because the first of the five year jump with Endgame, she's a teenager now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was uh, eleven in that movie. Now she's like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. yeah. I, and so this purple haired Julia Louise Dreyfus character. Yeah, is, I don't understand. She's that, recruiting another team. Of bad guys, so she's like Marvel's Suicide Squad, kind of. I think something like she's like the the Viola Viola Davis. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. Like remember that bad Captain America guy gets um. Is this a Falcon the Winter Soldier thing? Yeah. Okay, then I have no idea. So that whole show, honestly, that show was pretty good. It was it same sort of Marvel shit, but it was good. But um, there's like a bad Captain America. Okay. And that's they fight him, and then at the end, she's like, "Hey, do you want a job?" And he's like, yes. I, I always think it's funny when people say the best Marvel movies are like movies where it's not a Marvel movie. It's like, well, actually, like so, uh, Winter Soldier is like this thriller, like spy espionage. Or like, they just say that because Robert Redford's in it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, How did they get Robert Redford in that movie? I always Honestly, think though, that. he's so good in it. Yeah, he is really good in it. No, but I don't know. Like, what you were saying, it's like, it's another Marvel thing. I think that's, like, they just tie up uh, the Martin Freeman's, like, storyline at the end where it's like, all right, you're free. Like, he was arrested, and it's like 40 minutes go by. It's like, oh, yeah, we have this guy who's, like, arrested for some reason. He's been sitting in the back of this bus for the last hour of and this I, movie. And I, I, thought, I thought Ironheart, I thought the, the actor, her performance was good. I thought her suit looked really yeah, stupid. I, I kind of liked that character. I thought she was funny. And, like, you know, as far as the building the next generation, like, I would watch something maybe with her leading, but sure. But 
that suit looked so it looks it bad. did not look like it, it was looks like they forgot the wor- to do world. something yeah yeah it, it did looked not like look from that crappy power rangers movie they made like five years ago yeah i don't know everyone always hypes up the black panther like costume design but that was just not that that no well, i think there's a, a, a something to be said for the first black panther and how the suit is so awesome because it's subtle you know what i mean just kind of like this sleek subtle cool suit it has a little bit of thematic you know like personality to it um i'm curious what you guys think about latita right taking over um letitia right taking over the mantor the mantle of black panther like i sure because i don't I she's liked her character. she's she's I not it was fine she's not a bad actress but she's just like fine yeah like the one part where where she like wakes up from that thing and she's like I'm sad, like, I'm freaking out, you know. And then she punches the thing. She, yeah. You have superpowers. Then everyone, yeah, that yeah, was so Everyone tough. in our theater oh, clapped. God. She um, just doesn't exactly have... She just doesn't yes. exactly have, like, presence. Like, I don't know if she holds the screen, you know, like in the way Chadwick Boseman did. Nobody where he can just, hold like, the screen like Chadwick does. Yeah, but, okay, but here's my point. They do have somebody that can hold the screen like that. Like, Lupita Nyong'o standing right there. She's an yeah. Oscar winner. Or um, Dana Gurry, or, she's great, too. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I, I well, that uh, the she plays a Koye. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't make any narrative sense. But Lupita Nyong'o's character well, was well, like. Where are we drawing the line? They'll, they'll make anything make. Okay, narrative okay. Sense. So but, it makes narrative sense that he has a son that just was there the whole movie and. Well, no, <laughs> she she moves. That's that's why you don't see him. But I don't know. I think she would have been better as the new Black Panther. And then, then she hands it off to her son when he's old enough because he's the son of T'Challa. Doesn't that make more sense? I don't know. I I thought Shuri was fine. I didn't really buy her as like uh, like this sort of killer, not killer, but like someone who's like gonna use. They're good. Like they're a fighter. Like I, I didn't really buy that. She kind of just like takes the serum and then she like punches shit really hard and all of a sudden she goes from this you know egghead scientist to someone who's on the front lines. I didn't really buy that development, but I thought yeah, I mean she's she's cool. The su- the suit looked looked, you know, fine. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be like a selective moralist cuz like we fucking, you know, praise Top Gun Maverick and Tom Cruise all summer, but I want to also go Le- back to my Letitia Wright. <laughs> Letitia Wright is like kind of a weird anti-vax conspiracy theorist. So like there's also that where it's like do you really want the lead of the biggest franchise in the world to be that person when you have both better people and better actors standing right there. I mean, f- yeah, I, I'm sure, like, even if they offered it to Lupita Nyong'o, there's a good chance she would have been like, no, nah, I'm cool with my supporting part. I'd rather, like, take more interesting roles, you know? Yeah, I'd rather roles, take you know? my $20 million and get back to some media roles. Yeah, go to another yeah. Jordan Peele movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, I'd rather work with Jordan Peele or whoever else. But um, still, you know, they, they could have at least tried. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. So, sell to me, um, you sort of went on a sort of a... Uh, exacerbated, but like, just give me like your your cut and dry, like why this movie is bad. Like tr- say like why I shouldn't see this movie. Why you shouldn't see this movie? Yeah, because it's kind of just recycling the same formula that we've seen from the first Black Panther and from a bunch of other Marvel movies. Isn't that what people go to like Marvel movies for though? I mean, sure, if you never want to be challenged or thrilled. I by don't what go you're into a Marvel movie. Scene. I yeah, don't know. I, I hate to say it, Noah, but I think it is on you a little bit to expect something from these movies at this point. Like, I don't even look at them as like actual movies. You know what I mean? Like, you have to look at them as like 
a whole different right, subset my, of cinema. But my point is that even by action movie franchise standards, but they are say, bad like, now. You said it yourself about Ambulance. Like it's still its own like horrible subset of even action. You know what I mean? I don't. I think the action movies in Marvel have probably, or the action scenes in Marvel have probably never been good. Just because I don't think they're grounded very often. We talked about how the chase scene in this movie is great because it's grounded. When they were just doing the CGI hodgepodge of just like shit flying in the air and like a huge worm or something. Like, I don't think that's ever going to be really visceral. I think if they want to have good action, do some Christopher Nolan stuff where they're on the ground. They're, like, you know, throwing punches, or there's, like, a plane flying into some uh, air, like, airplane terminal, or there's, like, trucks doing some shit. Like, just make it more grounded. I, 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 if you raise the stakes to the point where it's nothing but CG, I just don't think I can really get invested at that point. It's, it's absolutely a problem not with the filmmakers. It's a problem with the production side, and... How Marvel sets up their entire studio system, you know, it's it's an orga- it's an organizational failure. When every single one of your movies, no matter who's behind the camera, look and feel the same, then that's a problem, you know. Yeah, um, that's the intent. That's the intention, though. I mean, it it could be it's the intention, but it's a bad intention. I can criticize that intention. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, so I don't know. I think looking at like the upcoming Marvel slate like the only thing that even remotely interests me right now or something that I think could be good is Guardians 3 give, give me give me the like next five Marvel movies um, I hate to say it but I think Guardians 3 is just gonna be another cop out that sets is that James Gunn right? yeah it is I watched Suicide or The Suicide Squad and I wasn't I didn't, I I didn't think it lived up to the hype the, so. the reason I don't think it's gonna be that is because James Gunn clearly cares a lot about Guardians and this is his last Marvel project before he becomes chairman of DC yeah. So I think he's gonna put his soul into it, and he did that with Guardian. Gar- you know, Guardians Two was kind of a. They have that Christmas special, right? Was a little bit of a, of a blank check for him because they kind of said like, you don't have to do Thanos, you don't have to do Infinity Stones, even though those movies are coming soon. Do whatever you want, and he made a really weird emotional movie that I love. Yeah, um, I love that movie. But the next eh. few. Eh. To answer your question. Eh. More of a. Eh. More of a. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder kind of guy. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of what my favorite Marvel movie is. I don't know. Probably just Avengers, just because I saw that when I was 10. It's the worst <laughs> one, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> here, here you well, go. Endgame's really act like here, actually good. Here you go for the next couple Marvel movies. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. The I, I, I understand cool. that that sets up stuff for like multiverse, but I just d- don't care about Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, the Marvels. What's uh, that? Is that's that a TV the, show? That's the sequel to Captain Marvel. Oh, I didn't see Captain Marvel. I love Brie Larson though. Um, Blade. Oh, I that movie I'm actually I'm hyped for. That's has Marsha Ali, right? Can I say something, Noah? I mean, uh, Max, this has really been bothering me. What's that? A few weeks ago, you said I sent you a video of that. There was a trailer for that. Um, I can't think of the name, but it's the HBO m- remake of that. Uh, Zombie video game, The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Oh my God, said, Steven! You can't eh, remember The Last of Us. Care less. I, I, I didn't. Play I didn't Last say that. I know. I'm saying Max. I, I didn't play Last of Us, so that's why I don't really care. How many times are you gonna interrupt me while I list okay, out the next couple Marvel Stop movies? <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Marvels gone. <laughs> no, Blade is hype. I'm hyped for that. Um, the Secret Wars and um, the Sneaky Wars. The Kang the Dynasty. <laughs> Are those those are Avengers movies, right? Yeah, I'm hyped for those just because Avengers movies are like actually important. Th- those are going to be the same, but it's going to be these new young characters. Captain America: New World Order. I mean that. <laughs> I don't. That's where we all get indoctrinated into the New World Order. Yeah. Starring starring the Falcon guy. Starring the President of the United States. And then and it's really just in 2025, 
Fantastic Four. Fan Four stick? I can't wait. I D- mean, direct to gut by the guy who made WandaVision. Well, no, so Blade is the only one I'm actually really excited for because they want them to do something uh, kind of scary and kind of out of the out of the box. And I really like Marsha Ali, so. Yeah. The rest of them, I don't really care for. But Blade, I have high hopes for. I guess my most anticipated would be Guardians 3, but only only if Chris Maybe. Pratt can, like, get his shit together. Because he's been bad in the last couple of movies he's been in. Yeah. But also, I think he was phoning it in. So, who knows? Yeah. Could be good. Probably won't be. <laughs> Likely. But. But. We do have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse coming out next year. And oh, Daniel Kaluuya is in it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. And an yeah. animated movie, right? And, yeah. Um, I like the first Oscar one. Isaac and... Uh, yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. The, anim- the great. animation for the, for the first one's sweet. I always see my YouTube recommended the same like five videos about how it like looks like a comic book. And I think that's really cool. That's so. probably one of the best Marvel things. Speaking of that's franchise. That's a Sony thing, though. Entertainment. I, I know it's Marvel, but... Are you guys excited for Wonka? Uh, I, you know what I didn't wait, that's, realize? That's Chalamet, right? Yeah. Not Dude, only hell yeah, sign me up. Anything he's in. Willy Wonka. It's a musical. Did you guys know that? The, the first one? No, Wonka will be musical. Well, that makes sense because all the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies are musicals. Yeah, but it's not like are Johnny they? Depp burst I, I don't, out in song in the other, <laughs> in the, you know, it was like the Oompa Loompas singing the song. Yeah, but like every, in the original is kind of a musical. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. Are you yeah, guys excited no, for Fablemans? Indiana Jones 5? No, I'm doing uh, franchise stuff. Deadpool yeah. 3, Hugh Jackman yeah. coming back. That's depressing. Get me out of here. I mean, it might be good. I kind of like It might Deadpool, be funny. Actually. It might be pretty I mean, good. I haven't, I haven't seen it since I was I'm 15. I'm just bullying so. Max today. I'm sorry. De- okay. Deadpool is hilarious if you uh, just learned what the word fuck is. Yeah. But if, he, if you've known what the word fuck is for some time, then suddenly it's not funny. If you know what the word fuck is, like us, yeah. we know what that word is. Uh, the Flash starring uh, problematic Ezra Miller. <laughs> they didn't drop him from it? Them. No. Uh, he goes by they, them. You just oh, said. Excuse me. They go by they, them. Ezra Miller goes by they, them. Yeah. They, they didn't drop Miller from the project? No, they did not. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know. Are you guys excited for Wicked Act 1 and Act 2? What is that? It's based on the musical Wicked. Oh, I saw that musical when I was like 10. I I always wanted to see the musical. Hunger Games prequel? No way. No way. Please. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. What's that? It's the prequel book. Oh. Uh, So is there an actual book? Oh, Rachel Rachel Zegler is going to be in it. That's interesting. Yeah, there's an actual book it's based on. Um, Joker 2. I don't like musicals, so I don't know. Uh, That's a bad take, not like musicals. I don't care. I'll, I'll die on that hill. Uh, what else? Are you, you excited for Wonka? You just said it yourself. Well, I like Shalomite, but it it actually is a, a, a negative for me that it's musical. You know, he's gonna be singing a lot in it. <laughs> I've heard, there's a report that says he has a beautiful voice. So some <laughs> who's like the secondary <laughs> reports say look Timothy Shalomite has a Wonka great that, singing there's voice. An interview. It's like so it's like Oscar Isaac or someone who's also in Wonka. No, I think it's um. How about Fast Ten? I think I only <laughs> saw God, seven. <laughs> I've seen all of those movies besides Hobbs and Shaw. And you know what? Like half Wait, of them, was half of them are pretty good. The first three are really good movies. I've only seen the first few. Fast Five is the best. Really? Because it's I've just like, it. it's a giant heist movie where they're just trying to steal an act. They like are trying to steal an entire vault. And they tie the vault to the back of like a truck and race the vault through the streets of Rio. And it, it absolutely rips. 
It's a lot of fun. It. It's got great action. It's not as good as it's Andy, just the, it's just but... as silly as the rest of them, but it's pretty it's pretty fun. The filmmaking is good. Um, so yeah, I I, I guess that's kind of like if you can if you can sell the technical aspects of your movie and get me to buy into the bullshit, then I love it. It's not that I hate it because it's bullshit. There are a lot of movies that I love that are full of bullshit. But can you sell the bullshit? And Marvel movies just don't sell the bullshit anymore. I think it just needs to be... I mean, Batman was grounded, and that movie's awesome. That movie's great action. Um, you know, the Nolan trilogies are obviously... Or Nolan trilogy's also grounded. I just... I don't know. I can't... When it's just like they're all flying and like fucking farting at each other or whatever. Like, I don't know. <laughs> farting at each when other. I don't know. Giant when, sh- when they like shoot shit out of their, <laughs> out of their hands. <laughs> Man. Thank God we have the Fablemans coming out next week. Steven Spielberg, please come save save the movies. Um, I really hope it's good. Can I say something that n- you're not going to like, Noah? Sometimes, what? like... Is it going to be a tribute to I really love letter that <laughs> I think it might be. It might be a love letter to Sima. <laughs> it's, I think it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love Spielberg, of course. But I think sometimes, especially in his more recent stuff, like, you, you are a diehard West Side Story fan. And I would say West Side Story is an example of this, of, like, it's good, but I feel like he gets a little lost in his own, like, talent sometimes. Like, it doesn't necessarily become auteur, but it becomes, like, just, like, high spectacle. Uh, you know, like... That's think, the whole thing like, about Polar Express, though, is that he has spectacle. Polar Express is kind of like it. Like, it just has... Polar Express is fucking weird, because that yeah. movie... Spielberg did not direct Polar Express. What are you talking I about? I did. That's Robert Zemeckis. Oh, I'm just... Oh. Them. Sorry, guys. The, of Pinocchio fame. Okay, I would I would disagree with that point about West Side Story. Okay, here's here's Spielberg's movies since 2010. Tintin. See, that's a perfect example. That's a good example, although I think that movie is And I really like that, that movie's movie. pretty good, not yeah. great, and I would agree with you on that spectacle note. It's not movie. a love letter to cinema, so. No. Warhorse, <laughs> I would 100% yeah, agree with you yeah, when it comes to Warhorse. Really lost up in this, like, oh, Warhorse? He is yeah. way too obsessed with making that movie, every moment of that movie, feel like the most special thing of all time yeah. to where none of it feels special. I saw that in theaters. I had no idea that was Spielberg until, like, yeah. three War years Horse ago. Yeah, Warhorse is, like, if Zack Snyder directed a Spielberg movie, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's brilliant of you Okay, say. Lincoln, I disagree with you when it comes to Lincoln. I don't think I've seen that. I need That's to watch good. that. I disagree with you when it comes to Bridge of Spies. That movie's great. Bridge, you need to watch Bridge of Spies. That yeah. movie is so underrated. Great thriller. BFG I have not seen. That's one oh. of the few Spielbergs I oh haven't seen. Oh, my God. That movie sucks. Okay. I had to sit through that in the theater with my whole family, and it was before I could drive. And I just remember being like, like, <laughs> am I, like, on drugs right now? Like, this is the like most... Like, 15-year-old cool. Steven, just, yeah. like, with a pouty Fuming. face. Yeah. I don't want to see this. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's like... It gets so lost in its own sort of magnificence. I just remember seeing that being like, haha, BFG means big fucking gun and doom. And like <laughs> not really thinking anything about it. Um, okay. The post, I would say like half and half agree with you on the whole I like see that movie. He, he's too obsessed with his own. I, I need to go on a journalism yeah. movies binge so I can I can get hyped for she said. He definitely like maybe cares a little bit too much about the quote-unquote importance of the journalism in the post. You know, it's not... The, All the President's Men is so great because of how just, you know, how much they undersell it and the, the whole how yeah, process-oriented it is. Where it's kind of boring, but awesome. Yeah. It's, like, it's makes it extremely tense because they're yeah. not, like, self-aggrandizing. Yeah, exactly. And I'd say The Post is a movie I really like, but I would kind of say that's the one problem with it. It would be a masterpiece if it didn't have that problem. 
Ready Player One, obviously that's a huge problem. <laughs> West Side Story, the reason why that vibe, the whole like absolute greatest spectacle ever, like I know I'm the master yeah. works, is because it's like the most grandiose musical like of all time. Like everything is supposed to be complete maximalist the entire way through. I'm yeah. doing like hand motions right now, you can't yeah. see, but and I, that's I that's that why good. it works. I do like that movie. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Max is now making crude hand motions. Well, you just me. said hand motions. No? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, uh, yeah, Fablemans looks cool, but I'm honestly more excited for the movie where Timothy Chalamet is like a cannibal. and uh, <laughs> Bones and all? Yeah. You're more excited for Bones and all okay, than the Fablemans? that's a little much, Max. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I like Fable. I'm excited for Fablemans because it's going to be a love letter to cinema. But, uh, <laughs> Stop saying that. No, I mean, I kind of just like know what I'm going to get when I go into Fablemans. Like, it's going to be a feel-good movie. And I know that's going to be I great. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough movie to watch yeah. with, like, okay. dysfunctional family movie. So do you know the story about Spielberg's parents' divorce? No. So basically what happened is his parents got divorced when he was a kid and then for the longest time he resented his dad because of it because he thought that his dad cheated on his mom and that he was the one who like orchestrated the divorce and then years later he found out that actually it was his mom that cheated on his dad it's very funny there's a Frasier episode where this plays out um anyways <laughs> side note but that's kind of why I think it's going to be a very tough emotionally okay. challenging well, movie uh, I don't know. Uh, she said uh, Bones and All. Knives Out 2 is probably the one. Oh, ones. I'm really excited about I that. just rewatched Knives Out this week, and oh my, that movie's like just better on a rewatch. That movie's movie so is fucking brilliant. good. Yeah, that is I need to. Movie. I need to rewatch it before the new yeah, one comes Edward, out. And I'm I, I love Edward Norton. I'm number one Edward Norton stan, and I'm excited for You know why you're him. not the number one Edward Norton stan? Because I'm the number one. So they can only We need one. more Edward okay, Norton movies. Here's, here's the problem. You guys are both Edward Norton stans, and neither of you have seen 25th Hour. So Do you know what's at the top of my list? The second I get a minute, I've been really busy this week. That's literally, I have it open. Like, when you open up my phone, 25th hour pops up. So I keep reminding okay. myself. <laughs> yeah, no, is, I, it, is it your screensaver? Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually have sort of a list here I made. I said, all right, so just the movies I want to see. Because, I mean, it's a stacked stacked slate for the next a, two a weeks. list of a thousand movies. I well, no, I'm just saying coming out. I, I have She Said, Bones and All, Fablemans, Knives Out 2, Pinocchio, and I just have streaming right written next to that because I don't really want to see in theaters. Bardo, I have question marks by that because like I don't actually know if it's gonna be good and it's like three hours long. And then after signing decision to leave, um, I want to see those movies, but I have no idea how I, I'm gonna I'm watch. I'm excited them. for this bones and all shit. It, it's gross. I don't want to see someone eat. Something. I I I, well, I don't like gore. No one knows this I about me. This, I, I hate I, gore. I I, I kind of was like really compelled by it the other day, and I was like, you know what, like, you know. Maybe this will be good. And I, I, I read like a thousand reviews and apparently the movie doesn't, I mean, I guess I shouldn't speak before I've seen the movie, but apparently it treats cannibalism as like, like just a trait you're born with that you just have the Okay, well, I, I don't know. I don't and read reviews before I see like movies. The thematics of how that could be like I think that's probably a, a bad thing to like do. To race or, well, I, I, <laughs> I'm not endorsing cannibalism. Depiction, does, like d- depiction does not equal endorsement. Well, and also, I'm just saying, you probably shouldn't re- read reviews before you Steven, see you movie. sound like all those people that were mad that Licorice Pizza had, like, a problematic relationship. It's like, this movie is problematic. It's like, yeah, pro- problematic things is, can happen in films. The difference is, they're not, I mean, as much as I am in love with Hoffman Jr., uh, they're not, like, making it like a, it's not like a, like, a, a teen thriller, like, romance movie. You know yeah, what I mean? but I don't like it's a good movie first, and the romance is secondary. Okay. Like this movie is written on a book that's supposed to be like, 
a like, fetishization not, of not, it? Not of cannibalism, but it's like a, a romance story. Like, you're supposed to love these characters and, like, think they're, like, I'm sexy gonna, and I'm youthful. gonna watch the movie and then make... I feel like yeah, after... Right, after exactly. I okay, assume yeah, we're... I sorry. I assume right. we're not having an episode next week because Thanksgiving, but we're gonna have to do like a lightning round of movies we saw over Thanksgiving break because there's there's so many coming out. Yeah, I'm gonna be in when New are York you leaving for Thanksgiving? Wednesday uh, afternoon. When does Fablemans come out? Like Thursday? Uh, Wednesday. Oh, okay. Wednesday. I saw. Yeah. So we I, see it like a Wednesday, like nine a.m. Uh, if it's playing. Somewhere. Oh no! I saw it in Columbia. It says like with Voodoo, like Voodoo Offer or some shit in Columbia. I don't know if anybody's going to be playing it early enough for us to go see mm-hmm. it. It's also like two and a half hours long. I could catch my flight at like two in Charlotte. Oh, I'll drive you. I'll drive you. Why don't we go to Charlotte, watch it there, and then you can hop on your flight. Honestly, we could do that, and I need a ride to Charlotte, so I'm okay. taking you up on that All right, right see now. If there's, honestly, because I'm, I'm going to stay in Columbia. Noah's going to use really this as proof when he's waiting for with it. his bags, and, yeah. <laughs> and you're not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to have anybody to go see it with. This I'm is on the record. Okay. <laughs> um... But yeah, I'm going to be in New York for a couple days, too, while I'm home in Connecticut for Thanksgiving. Um, so See I'm, you guys at the movies. So, <laughs> shout out to the big picture. Incredible bit. See you at the movies uh, this week. Anyways, yeah, that that's what we're going to do. So, next week, lightning round, movies we're catching up on. Or we'll be weeks, talking in-depth about the Fablemans and ranking our favorite Spielberg movies. Okay. Um, so... Get your Spielberg list going on Letterboxd, and we have a very special guest for that episode, Mr. Evan Savage. Mr. Spielberg yes. himself. Yeah, Spielberg himself, <laughs> Evan Savage. Uh, he's my filmmaking partner. Um, we have a little production company together. Um, so look forward to that. That is coming in two weeks. Next week we'll be off because of Thanksgiving. So look for that two weeks from now. Eat some turkey. So please go see The Fablemans while you're home or away or whatever for Thanksgiving because I think it's going to be great. And I think... We'll all enjoy it, so I'm excited for that talk. All right, guys, any any closing thoughts this week? Uh, I'm, you know, uh, love letters to filmmaking is fine. I'm ready for love letter to journalism. I don't think journalism journalists are valorized enough in media. And I'm ready for she said to really hype up journalism as just this awesome thing that people do. Yeah, a journalism movie only won Best Picture like five years ago. Yeah, exactly, sure, we're not yeah, we're not yeah. represented <laughs> enough. I think you're representing. Name the now. last time a cannibal movie got some recognition. <laughs> well, Army okay. Hammer, okay. <laughs> well, he was tried for that. He was not. Huh? Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, like cannibal. ten years ago at this point. Well, I don't know. I mean, everyone loves. Uh, ten years ago, thirty tw- years yeah. ago. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm not even that old, and I'm. <laughs> yeah, you're 21. Shut the hell up, Stephen. <laughs> I got his old head here. <laughs> yeah, 31 years ago, Silence of the Lambs came out. That's crazy. Manhunter came out. 36 years ago. Oh my gosh. This reminds you. This reminds you of when uh, when you knew Robert De Niro and like Martin Scorsese's birthdays. Like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Mann. I could tell you what year every single movie in his filmography came out. He made Michael Mann made his first movie 41 years ago. Thief. Go watch it. All right. That's right. Rest in peace, James Conn. Rest in peace, James Conn. I'm. A, I just had a cup of coffee. The, it's deli- We're delirious because we're recording this one later at night than we usually do. So. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. This podcast is hosted by Noah Trainer, Stephen Passis, and Max White. Produced and edited by Noah Trainer. Um, intro music by Bryson Carroll. Logo and artwork by Stephen Pastis. Social media by Vivian Tequil. Created by Michael Sauls. <laughs>